Hello everyone, this is Pastor Dean Thompson with a word of hope. Learn to be a learner, don't fight to be a teacher. Not many of you should become teachers, my fellow believers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. James chapter 3 verse 1. The best teachers are usually great learners. They learn from the small and they learn from the great. Good teachers are never afraid to learn. They are never ashamed to learn. A true teacher is a lifelong learner. In his epistle to the church, James said that not many, meaning only a few, should become teachers. But why does he say that? He said, We who teach will be judged more strictly. Judged more strictly? Judged by whom? Judged by people? Yes, by people. But not just people. Those who teach are judged more strictly by God. This is a fearful saying. Another measure of spiritual maturity is a believer's speech. James devoted a good portion of his letter to attacking careless and corrupt tongue. He appealed, however, not only for a controlled tongue, but also for controlled thoughts. The mouth is, after all, connected to the mind. Winsome speech demands a wise source. Both controlled talk and cultivated thought are necessary. Bible Knowledge Commentary From his discourse on idle faith in chapter 2, James proceeds to discuss idle speech. In chapter 3, the, the failure to bridle the tongue mentioned earlier in chapter 1 verse 26 is now being expanded. As disturbing as those who have faith with no works are those Christians who substitute words for works. One's tongue should be controlled. Small though it be, the tongue is powerful and all too prone to perversion and pollution. BKC James asserts that great care should be exercised in choosing who are to be teachers. Too many of the new Jewish Christians were aspiring to be teachers. They wanted some of the rank and admiration given to the rabbis of the day. They were not officially installed teachers what they wanted to be, and they were giving much problems in the church family, where sometimes latitude was given for itinerant teachers to speak. Paul frequently used this courtesy given to visitors. James' complaint was simply that too many believers were overly anxious to speak up and show off. Bible Knowledge Commentary Teaching had to be done then, and teaching must be done today. But those who teach 
must understand their responsibility as those who teach will be judged more strictly. A teacher's condemnation is greater because having professed to have a clear knowledge of duty, he or she is all the more bound to obey it. Like Paul, we should all fear, dread even, the possibility that after teaching and preaching to others, we can become castaways. These days, it seems like everybody wants to preach and teach. Too many are seeking to gather some followers who will be impressed and amazed by them. Some even go as far as, as to try to spread rumors to discredit others so as to encourage people to listen to them. They make others look bad so that they can appear good. This is a great evil. It was a problem in the early church, and it is a problem in the church today. It is in this context that James speaks of the unruly tongue. He says, We all stumble in many ways. However, who is never... Sorry, we all stumble in many ways. Anyone who is never at fault at what they say is perfect, able to keep their whole body in check. When we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal or take ships as an example. Although they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small, small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and it is itself set on fire by hell. James 3, verses 2 to 6. We all slip up and say the wrong things sometimes. But spiritual maturity is evidenced in one who can bridle his or her tongue. The persons who seek to make themselves teachers, who, who want to be heard and admired, they never stop talking. Their tongue cannot be tamed, and there is no end to the trouble that they cause with their tongue. Even though the tongue is little, it has great power. This is demonstrated by three examples. The spark on the forest, the rudder on the ship, and the bit on the horse. James and the Lord both make use of imagery derived from natural happenings. It is also a feature of Jewish philosophy. This chapter makes use of elegant and antiquated Greek. James was well-versed in Greek classics and deeply ingrained in Jewish culture. Sometimes the smallest things cause the greatest problems. The mouth is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Just as small rudders turn large ships and bits turn grown horses and a small spark consumes an entire forest if given the chance, the tongue is small but mighty. Words destroy and words can kill. The Bible Knowledge Commentary continues. No one can tame the tongue because it is a restless evil 
an unruly, unsteady, staggering, reeling evil. Worse yet, the tongue is full of deadly poison. Like the poison of a serpent, the tongue is loaded with the venom of hate and death-dealing gossip. The BKC continues, similar to the forked tongue of a snake, man's uncontrolled tongue both emits praise and spews out curses. Praise or saying a good word of our Lord and Father is polluted by a curse or wishing evil on men made in God's image. That both praise and cursing should come from the same mouth is incongruous. My brothers, this should not be. We all need to use our tongues wisely. That is probably why James, after describing the tongues, the tongue's potential and tendency to evil, ventures into the theme of wisdom. There is wisdom from above, and there is, with, there is earthly wisdom. If we seek the wisdom that is from above, it will help us to use our tongues wisely. But earthly wisdom will make us continue to spew fire and sting with our tongues. James says, who is wise and understanding among you. Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from heaven, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere, peacemakers who sow in peace, reap a harvest of righteousness. James chapter 3 Verses 12 to 17. Oh God, please give us the wisdom that is from above, that we may be able to bridle our tongues and be wise and edifying in our speech. Help us not to cause others to lose their way with you because of our much speaking and our pride in making ourselves teachers when you have not chosen us to be teachers. Please give us a humble heart. Amen. God bless you, my brothers and sisters.